Hey, you're listening to the Smoke Meat Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Pittman. Smoke Meat is brought to you by Joe's Underground at the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia, in the bottom of the Lamar Building. Joe's is such a great place. Has such great people there. Jeremy and the gang make everybody feel like they're at home. I just love it. You go in there and it's like you've been there a thousand times, even if it's your first time. They treat you like family there. They got great food, great drinks, great people all around. So everybody make sure you go. Right now they're closed because of the quarantine. As soon as they're open, there's going to be one hell of a party and you can't miss it. So make sure I go to Joe's and so should you. Corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia. And now, let's kick this beast off. My guest today, a young lady named Charlie Marie. She is an actress. And... I'm going to talk to her today about some of the stuff she's been in. She's also been a script supervisor. You know, I've done sound, been an associate producer. She's gotten her hands dirty in a lot of things in the movies and, and film and TV. And we're going to learn a little bit about it. going to learn a little bit about her today. So without further ado, we're just going to have a ball here. So let's get ready to rumble. Hey, Charlie, how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, any better? I'd be twins. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, I hear you working on a bunch of stuff, which is awesome. Um, we're, yeah. We're going to get to just about everything. Okay. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, for my listeners well, that don't know. I am an actress, and I'm also a mother. Um, and in my free time, when I have some, I do some screenwriting as well. And <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot of work, but also a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a dad, and uh, that's definitely interesting. And I'm, a, I'm yeah. a comic. I'm a paramedic. I'm a podcaster, and uh, I've actually got something. I'm I'm trying to do two writing things. One, I'm trying to translate a book to a radio play. Wow! And that has been very interesting. That is not an easy process at all. Yeah, that sounds really hard. And uh, because basically you're writing a movie without scenery. So yeah, it's it's been interesting <laughs> so far. Um, I didn't bite off more than I could chew, but I got a mouth full. Let me tell you. Yeah, you gotta like learn too at the same time and keep keep going. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and I'm also been threatening to write a movie about four characters that I do on YouTube and oh cool, of, kind of a dramedy thing. The mechanics of doing it is what stops me. I'm lazy. That's that's <laughs> so sad. Yeah. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Right now, I'm concentrating on the podcast, and I'm, I'm just having a great time with it. We're growing by leaps and bounds. Well, uh, that's definitely good. Yeah, most definitely. I got great guests on. Yeah, week. thank you. Like, like the present. <laughs> by the way, when, when we're done with this, don't hang up because i got to give you my address because I need an autographed headshot from my wall of fame. Awesome. Okay, definitely. Yep, yep, yep. So that sounds good. Yeah, I mean, as long as, like, we're doing stuff every day, you know, even if it's not, like, quite the thing that we want ultimately, as long as we're working on something every day and trying to take at least a couple steps forward every day, you know, we get there. And that's that's good. That's what matters, I think. Yeah, you know, if anything good comes out of this, this virus right now, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it is the fact that people are going to hopefully be more creative and are going to start pumping out some new stuff instead of everything being a remake or a reboot. 
<laughs> yeah. A bunch of superheroes. <laughs> you know how I can tell that I'm old? I can remember when movies were new. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's good though. I mean, you can be excited about going to one. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. You know, everything is is not okay. We've seen this before, but let's change this person's hair color and do it again. No. You know, I do like spinoffs though. Like, like, have you seen that TV show Once Upon a Time? I have. To me, I love that because it's like, yeah, it's kind of old characters in a sense. You know, it's like classic characters. Like they have Peter Pan and Snow White. They have a bunch of classic characters, Rumpelstiltskin. But to me, it's fantastic because they spin it. And I'm not sure if they use some of the Brothers Grimm idea of the stories or if they just created their own version of the stories or if they combined different versions mm -hmm. but to me that's kind of like one of the best things where it's like you take something that yes it's like some sort of fable or some sort of you know mythological creature or something like that and then you create it into something modern and to me that's really cool oh, like can, when when you that. can yeah like where it's it's not exactly a completely new idea but it's like a renovated version of an idea that's you know, most people have forgotten or have gotten used to it being a certain way. Yeah, now that I can live with. Yeah. I can definitely live I with like that. I like that idea. And uh, the, the Star Wars thing is what gets me. You know, I'm, I, I saw the original one in the theaters, and you know, actually the first three in the theater. And I haven't seen any of the other ones. I started watching the, the episode one, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. And uh, as soon as Jar Jar came on the screen, I'm like, nope. And I, I haven't seen any any of the others. I haven't seen The Mandalorian. Oh, I saw uh, the first episode of that. My son is just into that. He uh, likes that one. I guess I'm just what they call a purist. I, I like the first three, and that's it. I'm I'm I guess I'm just getting old. Well, after a certain point, it seems kind of redundant. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Is you want something fresh to be excited about? You know? Oh, definitely, definitely. Because you know, I used to work for the Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But no, I, I do a little bit of everything. You know, I, I love, I, I'm wanting to get into acting more because I've never mm -hmm. really done it very much. I've been in two movies that I was an extra in. Pretty much I was just right place at the right time. Mm, uh, that's good. Have, I, I was in one called Fled with Lawrence Fishburne and Steve, Stephen Baldwin and Will Patton. Nice. And, uh, that was really cool. And that was, we, yeah. were, we were the medics on scene there, so they needed a paramedic. Next thing you know, I'm zipping a body bag and talking in the background, which was neat. I mean, that's really cool, especially that you can use, like, what you do as a paramedic to be able to make it on the screen. Like, that's that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I've always been told I've got the perfect face for radio, and then uh, they put me up 10 foot high on a screen. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But it, it was a lot of fun, and... You know, it's something I think I'd like to do now. And I've, I've been doing characters on YouTube. Um, my channel is Brad's Comedy, all one word, no apostrophe. That's cool. Uh, check them out. They're all improv and they're all one take. I definitely will have to check it out. Yeah. That sounds fun yeah, and, man. like, funny to watch. And oh. definitely need things to laugh about. So. Now, <laughs> how, how do you feel about clowns? Clowns? Yep. I mean, I think they can be funny. I think... It depends on the style of clown. Like certain ones, you know, for a children's birthday party where they're intentionally, you know, goofy and, and cute and funny. Mm -hmm. To me, that's kind of cool because obviously kids enjoy it sometimes, you know, usually. 
And it's, you know, can be a fun thing. But I think that they've definitely twisted it a lot for Hollywood and made them, you know, scarier or crazier or sociopaths or whatever. And I think it's interesting because, again, I like the, you know, the spinoffs of things. Mm -hmm. But I think for children, it kind of makes it like, I mean, I met a kid that was maybe six or seven that I was, you know, I was babysitting for the mom and the child didn't like clowns because she had heard too many stories about her mom doesn't like clowns because obviously the mom knows more about the adult movies where they're like scary and stuff. Oh yeah. And you know, the kid didn't like dolls or clowns or anything. And I'm like, man, you know, the poor kids are <laughs> losing some of the joy that I'm pretty sure back in the day, people enjoyed that kind of stuff. And as long as there can still be joy and kids can still have that, you know, innocence of things that they can like and enjoy and have fun with, I think that clowns are still cool. And the twisted version is cool, but for adults, you know? Oh, yeah. One, the, the reason I'm asking is one of my characters is a clown. I am actually a certified clown. I used to teach fire safety as a clown. That's cool. And uh, my first clown's name was Murray. And Murray's voice... It's very natural for me. This is Murray's voice. Oh, nice. Awesome, but it lends itself to cussing, and I didn't want to do that in front of a thousand kids. Yeah. So I shelved him, and uh, I made Murray on Facebook. It's one, or not Facebook, on YouTube. It's one of the worst clowns in the world. He is horrible. He, <laughs> uh, he does magic, and I'm actually yeah. doing magic. Um, he does balloons. I've got about 300 that I can do. That's really cool. You can do magic. Uh, he does it while he's um, chugging a fifth of bourbon. Ah. He he is you'll have to see him. He is the most horrible clown, but he is so much fun to do. He is just oh he's <laughs> awesome. See, it's great when you can enjoy like doing a character. Like when you have fun with it, to me that's like the best thing in the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've got one uh that's a coach. He uh is a football coach that doesn't have a team, doesn't have any kids that play football, never played football. But uh, he is—he's—he's he's kind of like that. The, back in the '80s and '90s, they had the college football coach shows on Sunday morning. Yeah. His his name is Coach Dan Graham, and he does it all for the kids. That's <laughs> that's the coach. Oh uh, man, he, that's funny. He's a lot of fun to do, and I've got one that's a chef. His name is Chef Rupert, and he just loves to cook things. There's a lot of twists and turns coming for him. He's he's a lot of fun to do. Yep, that one sounds cool, too. I like the, the voice of that one. Yep, he, he's got the big Freddie Mercury mustache and wears a do-rag and a chef's coat. <laughs> nice. And uh, like I said, there are some twists and turns with him that's coming, and they're, they're going to surprise people. And uh, yeah. I, I have an old 70s guy named Wayne who's got the thick mustache and the big mullet, and this is Wayne's voice, baby. Wayne's yeah, that kinda, one's cool. Wayne just preaches a little bit about love. You know yeah. what that reminds me of? Um, have you heard of Josh Turner? He's yeah. got that real deep voice. I think he's saying, what is it, long long something train? Long, long black train, yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. His voice is like, I'm pretty sure all the girls swoon over that voice. That one reminds me of that voice. Yeah, Wayne, <laughs> Wayne is awesome. Um, when you ask Wayne his last name, he'll answer, Wayne's all you need to know, baby. That's it. <laughs> That's great. Um, That's had, like the opposite of Elvis Presley. <laughs> had, had a friend of mine who sent me the uh, a hot lollipop called the Toe of Satan. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. <laughs> it's nine million Scoville heat units. Oh wow! Uh, to to kind of give you a comparison, a jalapeno is about two thousand. 
Oh my gosh. And uh, she sent it to me and she said, I want Wayne to eat it while he's reading The Little Engine That Could. <laughs> and that, that video is either on there or on my Facebook page. I can't remember which, but oh, it was horrible. Oh, you got to put that on YouTube too, so it's on both. Oh, it is. It <laughs> I is. definitely want to check that out. Oh man, it is. It was horrible. But uh, I've done a character based off of Joe Exotic. It's Brad Exotic. Nice. Because she actually sent me the Bean Boozled Jelly Beans. Remember those? Um, I'm not sure. Well, Jelly Belly puts out a thing called Bean Boozled, and you spin a little spinner, and it comes up on a color, and you eat one of those colors. Now, it's either a really good jelly bean, what it's supposed to be, or it's a nasty <laughs> flavor like stink bug or sour milk. Oh, like those Harry Potter beans. Body yeah. burps every flavor beans that are like earwax flavored and stuff. Yes. Oh, man. And, uh, <laughs> she, she sent me the Extreme Edition, which has 10 different flavors, and there are no good ones in there. So I did a video that I, I, I think I posted this one on YouTube also that uh, I did Brad Exotic teaching you about tigers, lions, and donkeys and the danger of all three of them. <laughs> did you know that the oh ground speed of a donkey from a dead stop is 70 miles an hour? Jeez, that's really fast. I know, wouldn't have thought. Did you know donkeys know kung fu? No. You know, the only the people... The kangaroos do. The only people <laughs> who have seen a donkey do kung fu are dead, so they can't prove it. Oh, These man. are just two of the made-up facts that I've come up with on donkeys, but the video is awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> and, uh, acting is just so much fun, you know? You know, I was, yeah. I was looking over to IMDb and everything before I did this, because I always just kind of glance. And this, this one thing you've been in, uh, um, <clears throat> Maybelline, Molly, and Me. Oh, like I love that good. one. I like the premise yeah. of it. Did you, did you see it? I think he put it on YouTube now at this point. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to this evening. It's a short film, and it has, you know, it's it's drama. It's deep. Yeah. Um, it has some military affiliation, some cancer affiliation. But I'm, I'm basically the comedic relief, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And um, it was... It was a short part, but I also helped with script supervising. Um, so I was behind the scenes for the whole thing. And, I mean, it was great. A great cast, a great crew. I just, that movie, you know, I like all the ones I've been in, but that was among one of the favorites so far. I yeah. really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that one stood out to me. It, it looks yeah. like it's going to be pretty good. I'm going to try and watch it this evening. Yeah, it is. It's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed, you know, you've done a lot of stuff. You've done some sound. You've been a, an associate producer. Uh, you've been a yep. script supervisor. You know, you ain't scared to get in there and get your hands dirty. And that's a Definitely not. <laughs> Especially for sound. I was, I was standing fully clothed in a pool for sound, holding the boom mic across the entire pool <laughs> to make sure that, um, you know, everybody was heard. And it was just, it was very fun. Uh, and... I just, it was a very fun shoot, very fun cast and crew, and just that was that was probably like the best way to work on sound, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get there. I can see that. Hey, at least it wasn't mud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I believe in getting, getting into every aspect you can because anything you can learn, you can do nothing but help you. Yeah, I'm like obsessed with learning. Like every day I try to pick up something new and just practice it 
and you know I'll keep going for a while till I feel like I've honed that skill and then I'll just keep going and keep practicing it even more I'm just like I mean I'm in school right now too um I'm going for entertainment business and it's just I'm constantly learning like if I'm not learning something I'm I'm still trying to find a way to learn something from what I'm doing no matter what basically yeah it's just it's fun stuff I like doing that yeah. or do you cook I do sometimes cook a little bit. That's something I'm learning for sure. Um, I have like two recipe books that I've just been going through, um, not necessarily front to back because they have categories, you know, like dessert and all that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll pick, you know, one for breakfast, one for lunch, one for dinner and kind of just go through them that way. And so far, my kids love it. So <laughs> okay. They're just like, they like pretty much everything I've made so far. Um their favorite was this little, uh, I forget what it was called, but it's like, it's basically eggs and um, you put it in, like, you actually stick them in the oven in a, in a cupcake pan. Yeah, frittata. And it's, yeah, it's kind of like a frittata, but they're real small, so you can take them to go. Mm-hmm. And they just love those. They're like, Mom, can we have an egg cupcake? <laughs> sure. So yeah, that's fun. I've got one of the little mini muffin tins I'll do those in. A little bit of sausage yeah. or bacon, a little cheese. Oh, yeah. But here's your mission. Here's here's something for you to learn today. Two things. It's good. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely one, good. One, if you do pork chops, mm-hmm. and before you cook them, get equal parts of chili powder, just regular chili powder, and country mm-hmm. thyme lemonade mix. Okay. And rub, rub that on your pork chops before you cook them. The All sugar, right. The I'll sugar will caramelize, that. and it makes uh-huh. it so great. Mm, that does sound good. I'm gonna have to try that. Yep. Do you ever bake Thank fish? You. Um, yeah, I have done salmon before mm. and tilapia. Otherwise not I don't think I've tried anything else. Okay, well here's your mission on fish next time you bake fish. Okay. Take peaches and puree them, uh-huh. however many you want. And uh then add heavy cream an equal amount to that puree. Okay. One, one spoon of red pepper flakes. That's not enough to make it hot, just enough to give it a little bit of flavor. Uh-huh. And reduce it by about half. That means boil it slowly till it's about halfway down. And okay. And put, put that on your fish when it's done. That's a well, that wonderful sauce. Too. I'm going to have to write all that down. <laughs> that sounds great. But, um, I'll, I'll have to let you know how they like it, too, because I can make that for dinner the next couple nights. Oh, yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Daddy yeah. will cook if he can't do nothing else he can cook. <laughs> that's good. Oh, yeah. So um, you were telling me about another project that's going on, A Gift from the Heart. What can you tell me about this? Because it sounded pretty cool. Tell my listeners. Yeah. Oh, so Andrew Heller, he's actually the director of Molly, Maybelline, and Me. He um, He ended up, he wrote this book called A Gift of the Heart, and it's about two families coming together and I don't want to give away much more than that, but that's on the front of the book. So I can say that it has to do with children, um, with cancer and things like that. And so his mission, like he's literally putting his entire life into this mission. He's driving from Florida all the way to California to get on the Ellen show to talk about this is to turn this into a movie. And, um, make all the proceeds go towards these families with children with cancer and with, you know, that need help, basically. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it talks about it on the front of the book, too. And we have merchandise. We have, you know, mugs and masks now because of the virus and things like that on the website. But his main goal is, like I said, you know, to benefit them. And he's just like, if you ever, if you, on, on Facebook, he has a couple of like videos where he talks about it. And he's just so focused on and dedicated to making this work. And so, um, you know, I let him know I was going to give a shout out here. And he was like, yeah, for sure, because I'm driving right now. I'm driving across the country and, you know, I'm trying to do my best to make this thing work and, and you know, get funding for the movie so that we can make it and we can help give to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, that sounds amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, there's a website. It's www.agiftoftheheart.com. And, yeah, I mean, check it out because there's so much going on with it. Um and the book is really inspiring, too. I, I just love the book. Very so cool. I just don't think I can give away too much. Oh, they do have a uh, teaser trailer on the website also mm-hmm. that has... You ever seen that, that show Smallville? Yeah. About Superman? Yeah. His dad, the dad that plays um, Clark Kent's dad, mm-hmm. he, the actor from that is actually the doctor in the teaser trailer. I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. So, Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this in my show notes. And uh, if you talk to Andrew, you know, give him my information. I'll have him on here where you can talk about it more. Okay, yeah. I'll and tell yeah, him for I'm, sure. I'm always up for helping. I mean, it's, it doesn't cost anything to help. Yeah, for sure. I, I'll let him know. Probably once he's done driving, but I'll definitely let him know and I'll give him your info. Cool. Good deal. So, Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Oh, man. I'm getting old and tired. <laughs> but it happens. It happens. Yeah. How, how are your kids dealing with this quarantine thing? Where, where, are you, where are you at? In California or where are you? Yeah, I'm in Southern California. Okay. They're doing pretty good. Um, you know, we still, we have a little patio, so we go outside a little bit. And, you know, most of the time we're inside, though. And um, I've just been trying to keep them still learning and still you know still trying not not being mopey and just laying around trying to do things and trying to you know like we uh we got started on this 5,000 piece puzzle Mm -hmm. the other day and my youngest son he's three and he is just a whiz with puzzles he's three years old and he got an entire section done completely by himself and I mean the other two are great too but it just it was funny because we're, you know, we're like working together, the three of us. And then my youngest son is over there in the corner, like putting all these pieces together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that was fast. You got all those together. And he's like, hey, look, mom, it's part of the bridge. And I'm like, wow, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it was just so cool. Well, I tell you, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but last time I did mm-hmm. a puzzle, it took me about three months. But mm-hmm. I'm proud because on the box, on the front of it, it said three to six years. Oh my <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, you definitely do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But, yeah, so, I mean, we've just been having fun. And, I, you know, I feel really blessed because I actually, I went to school to be a teacher a long time ago. I think I was, like, 18, 19 years old. And I was studying to be a teacher. And, you know, some things happened with life to where I wasn't able to finish the student teaching part. Mm-hmm. But I did everything but. So I know how to write my own curriculum. I know how to, you know, look up, you know, core or figure out what's going on in that district that I'm in, all the things. 
So I kind of got lucky when it was like, hey, everybody stay home and homeschool because I already know how to do that. And it's just, it's perfect because I can, you know, focus on my kids and still teach them things. And I mean, their school also has the online stuff so that they have it from home. But on top of that, I've been kind of like adding a little bit more. And they're great kids. They're not like, oh, we have extra homework. They're like, oh, this is fun. Wait, can we do a science project? And like, so we come up with things to do. And it's just like, I don't know. It's been pretty good for the most part. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you, a good science project for them. How, how old are they? Eight, six, and three. Okay. Get them so me- real small science projects, you know, like putting the um, two liter bottles together and swishing it around to make a tornado, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Sweet. <laughs> or Mentos. <laughs> yeah. Get, get them to, um, to do a volcano. Get them to mix some vinegar and baking powder. Vinegar and baking powder? Okay. Yeah. Do it outside, though. Yeah. Might have to go downstairs for that one. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, most definitely, because it poof everywhere. <laughs> Not an explosion, just a nice geyser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. I know we're looking forward to the parks opening back up again. I mean, everything's pretty much closed down. They opened the beach, but I was kind of like, eh, everybody's going to be running over there. I don't want to like be trampled on. So why don't we wait a little while before we go back? And sure enough, I think they closed it again. Yeah. Well, you know, so. I, I understand things opening back up. I mean, people have to make a living and, you know, everybody's got to make their own choice. That's, that's what, yeah. what this is, you know, but. That's the hardest part is the the income and the, you know, the working, that sort of thing. Because it's kind of hard to be on set when you have to social distance everything. And that's that's been the hardest thing for me personally. But um, it'll get better. And plus, you know, I think that it's good that everybody's trying to keep each other and keep themselves healthy. So, you know, it's to me, I'm kind of just trying to focus on, you know, keeping everybody I know healthy and good as much as possible. And hopefully that'll ripple effect out and other people will keep each other healthy and good. And, you know, hopefully it'll make it better for all of us. Yeah, most definitely. Cause I mean, right now I'm just letting everybody know, be careful because while this thing looks like it may be slowing down or whatever, mm-hmm. it's not over even close. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't discriminate. It'll take anybody it wants to. Uh, I see this stuff every day. I mean, it's, it's not done. So just be careful, you know. Uh, For sure. I can't control what anybody else does. But. I was asking my grandma the other day. I was like, you know, I can't, I don't really, I can't wrap my head around, you know, the whole idea that, like, okay, as long as you, you know, as long as you follow these specific rules, you won't get sick. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, the masks help and, you know, keeping away from people. I understand that. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can go here but not here. And, you know, at first I was a little confused by it. And she explained to me, well, it's because you still need food. You have to get groceries. You know, it's like yeah. that's kind of why they're still allowing that. But if you just completely turned into, like, a, a bear and migrated for six months, you probably wouldn't get sick. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, that would be nice. But I don't want to expose other people by, you know, having them bring stuff to my house, groceries and stuff either, when I could just you know, put mask and gloves on and, you know, go myself and I don't know. So I just, it's just a really tough situation for a lot of people, I think. Do what you were taught to in kindergarten. Wash your hands. Don't sneeze on people. Don't get up on people. Use common sense. Yeah. 
And like I say, just be careful because this thing ain't over. I mean, it's yeah, it's just laying low That's for a true. minute. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's it's kind of in a way good because it gives people, you know, rest. People that are you know New York Minute constantly. I mean, I was a workaholic before, and it's given me more time to kind of just you know slow down a little bit and and have a little bit more just time i guess mm-hmm. um but and i always spent time with my kids even when i was a workaholic like if they were like hey mom and i was running out the door and they're like hey mom could you sing the song with me real quick i'd sing the song with them yeah. and so no matter what i always try to tell them yes but at the, not for like toys and stuff but i mean for time for my time because that's important you know i want to be there for them but at the same time I was very, like, workaholic New York Minute. Like, my friend wants to hang out. Nope, busy, I'm working, or I'm with my kids, and that's all I ever did. And now it's kind of like, yeah, I can't exactly hang out still, but it's like it's like I'm sitting down and I'm reading a book, you know? I'm, I'm focusing more on, you know, reading stuff and learning stuff, and I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are kind of doing that more now. Oh, yeah, most definitely. See, I, I've been lucky in some ways because... You know, I haven't missed a check during this thing. I've worked constantly through it, but I'm medical, so I get that downside of it. And yeah, you got to be really careful. Yeah, but I understand, you know, people have to do what they have to do. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But everybody that's listening, just be careful. You know, I, well, I can't I can't tell you what to do, and I won't tell you what to do, because that's, that's up to you. We're all grown, but be careful and take care of each other. I definitely want to thank you for doing that. I mean, like, if it wasn't for you, a lot of people would have a really hard time with things. I mean, for people like you, for paramedics, it's thank you. It's a huge, huge blessing to have paramedics around. And so thank you for what you do. You're very, very, very welcome. Yeah, I had um, my, my youngest son, he had, when he was real little, he, um, he had these seizures, uh, febrile seizures, mm-hmm. and it was the most terrifying thing in the world. And he would like seize up and then go completely limp. And I, I remember calling one of you guys, and I was like, "Listen, I need you to take me to the hospital." And thank God for the paramedic because we got to the hospital and everything was okay. But it was just, as a mom, when you see that sort of thing, it is terrifying. Oh, big time, big time, because you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And I asked the paramedic, I was like, is there like, I mean, he said, no, just, just, you know, just roll him on his side so he doesn't choke and just, and I was like, okay, but he doesn't breathe. Like, how does he breathe? And he's like, no, no, he's still breathing. It's just, you can't, he's not breathing enough to give him his face color. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like, you know how scared I am right now. And he was like, yeah, he's like, but he's going to be fine. And he had him on all the vital machine stuff mm-hmm. and on oxygen and everything and it was just like i was so so grateful to you guys i mean on a personal level and on a on a social level too i know you help millions probably of people every year so well thank you very very much 